That's how you know that he's the dungeon master. That's the dungeon master hat. <laughs> Too bad no one can talk about that. <laughs> they can sense it because it's awesome. Yeah, take a cool dice. Somewhere in there, there's the black unicorn. Black unicorn? But it's D6, so I doubt that anyone will pick that one. I bought this D20, this D6, because it had a unicorn on it for a one. It's like the thing from The Hobbit. You know, that dude's talking to his heir, and he's like, My father forged you, and I've shot you into many an ass. And I've always recovered you. So you, like, shoot dudes in the ass, and then, like, hunt them down for the arrow? Like, I need that arrow back. (laughs) Wow, dude. Get back somehow. I gotta get that arrow back. That's my dad's arrow. He'll beat my ass, and then who will find the arrow? Shoot me in the ass with it. Dude. Why are you wearing the bike? Again? He's a he's a slightly because it looks cool. Because it looks cool. See, that's how you know the nerds are in the house. Ah, speaking of nerds, I need a pencil for my. I counting. have a lunch. I also need a pencil because I've got mine. I have pencils. Got a bag of pencils. I thought about bringing right. a pencil, then I forgot to bring one, and I realized I also lost it. I thought about bringing a pencil, but then I didn't. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Yep. I decided why be prepared <laughs> for the unthought of. Look, but not for the what should be. You are a wizard. You have to carry all that shit around for your spells. If you have to remember one more goddamn thing, you may as well go go into CMU and just call it a day. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, uh, I do always carry my spell. Book. I forgot to ask: Are sunrise uh, one-shot devices or uh, reusable? Depends on the GM. Most GMs are like one-shot, one-time use. I'm like, if you go like they they treat it like it's one of those glow sticks at a rave. I'm like, dude, if you use it for like two minutes, I'd be a dick to be like, it's used. <laughs> yeah. If you're down there now, you probably used one because you were down there for a while, deciphering yep. runes. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. I guess if I really am a wizard, this would be my spell book. I carry with me all the time. All I can think about now is like D and D characters in a rave. Thanks, John. <laughs> that is that gold is uh, that's going to your accounting dispute department. Because <laughs> you did not meet the terms of the contract. Not yet. Not yet. So assume, the first thing you're going to do when you get the grain bag is going to be like, exactly three gold. <laughs> three gold. You know exactly how I work. I know the ways of Bast, and <laughs> I would like to subscribe to his, uh, I guess, podcast, brochure, mm-hmm. pamphlet, leaflet, whatever he's doing these days. Bloody sheath of skin <laughs> nailed, <laughs> nailed to the door, like, ten gold, this could be you. <laughs> and don't worry, we'll do a recap. Okay, so to recap uh, what happened last time. Bass got kicked in the face by a tree, and then he went to do an errand. Yeah, that's right. He yeah. just gave up. Yeah, what did he, he gave up? He just remembered there was like money elsewhere to be made, and like that's way more important than fighting trees. Leaving <laughs> uh, Karis and McAllen yes. to basically trick an old man into telling you the, the password to his secret clubhouse yeah. in the yeah. sewers yeah, beneath Neverwinter. Right. Yeah, that's the first time I used my power. Yeah, it's the first time you you change you change shape, and uh, that's where we cut off. So. I'm guessing you're just going to be continuing right along the path to uh, yeah. the Purple's house. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll get into that in a sec. I do want to do the Are intro. New? Yes. Hello, this is Jason McMullen. I'll be playing Bastion Erd, the half-orc again. Hi, this is Sebastian Hess. I'll be once again playing McCallan Sulfur, the Eladrin wizard. This is Jade Mellon. My character is Karis Moondown. And I'm John Forrester. I will be running the game. I'm the Dungeon Master, GM, what have you. And this is Out of Character. Today we are going to be playing Dungeons & Dragons 4th Edition, continuing where we left off last time, with the intrepid party divided between stealing and 
Aaron. <laughs> so basically, I guess you got you guys are you're like the most business minded half. Um, work ever. Bass is just going to Gertis's house. That's yep. priority one. There's gold to be made, and nothing's going to stop him. We'll get to you in a second because we kind of left you guys hanging. So Karis and her uh, no longer on a leash companion. <laughs> what are you guys going to do? Because like the last thing I remember is we got you came code. out and told him the password. We have the code, yeah, basically. So you notice immediately that Bast is not around. You leave the house of that old dwarf, mm-hmm. the last surviving member of the Brotherhood of Gontelgrim. Right. He has armed you with the secret password needed to gain access to his secret door in the sewers. Gotcha. Bast is nowhere in sight, which is pretty evident because you don't really fail to notice a big, ugly half-orc. Ugliest man in town. <laughs> Someone so ugly you can sense it. Oh, <laughs> maybe. There's some ugly people in Neverwinter. <laughs> <laughs> what would you two like to do? Do you want to pursue Bast, or are you going to... Uh... What time of day is it? It is night. It is late night, because remember the dwarves? By the time those prospectors showed up, it was late, and they okay. were drunk. So maybe we should go home. What? Well, <laughs> it's dangerous in the city. At night. It's late. You know, maybe I should go home and then like try try to get <laughs> and try my stuff tomorrow. What? I'm ashamed of both of you. Why? It's late. <laughs> it's dangerous in the city at night. What kind of They're adventure? They're playing in character. <laughs> you are playing yes. in character. Okay, yeah, you can. So you're you're more into um, following the idea of uh, yeah I shouldn't go into the sewers at night. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go home. Okay, that you don't have my fifty feet. Seems I have nowhere to go. Do you mind if I accompany you? That's fine. He's crashing on your couch again. <laughs> you have to have that to be a habit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you two are just going home. Yeah. Well, her home. Okay. Okay. Wandering lizards. and Karis encounter no trouble on the way home. Um, it's late, so no one even really bothers to like help you get ready for bed. They're just like, whatever, we're tired. Yeah. Bast, on the other hand, mm-hmm. uh, Bast, go ahead and do me a favor. Roll a perception check real quick. Seventeen plus seven. Okay, so twenty-four. Nice. Uh, that will be good in a minute. You make your way towards Gertis's house. You pretty much you've been in town long enough to have a pretty decent lay of the land. Gertis has positioned himself kind of in the center of town, uh, and it's also pretty easy to pick out his house because it's one of the ones that's not a ruin. Mm-hmm. Gertis has built himself a enormous home. It's about two stories. You can't see the complete circumference of this thing standing on any corner. Mm-hmm. There is a large barred gate. And uh, it is too high to easily scale, so if you were going to go over this thing, you'd have to, like, pass a rope or really be strong like fast. Um, as you are making your way towards the gate, your keen ranger ears and eyes hear the all-too-familiar sound of a bowstring being drawn, mm-hmm. and you catch a flash of light, like something shiny, catching some of the dim moonlight or torchlight or something, mm-hmm. um, coming from atop the wall. Evade. <laughs> you don't have to evade yet. You see a man with a hood with his, a hood pulled up over his face. Mm-hmm. You can definitely tell he's masculine from the beard and <laughs> the lack of or it's a dwarf. Um, He has drawn a short bow and he, he has uh, a, an arrow pointed directly at you. Mm-hmm. And he says over the wall, "Declare your business." I am here to see Gordis about hmm, crowd management. Tell him a very ugly man is here to see him about crowd management. 
He leans down over the uh, the wall, turning away from you, but keeping his arrow pointed right at your chest. Mm-hmm. You hear whispered conversation going on. It sounds like someone he's shouting to someone down below. Mm-hmm. Several minutes pass. The door is open, and two of the guards who you saw working for Lord Neverember, who walked away with Gerdus earlier, are standing inside. They have short, they have short swords mm-hmm. through their belts. Um, you do notice they're wearing cloaks over their their armor, so and they're kind of like looking around there. Gesturing you in quickly, like, come on, come on, hurry, hurry. I go in. Okay. You enter into, uh, it's like a courtyard, but it's completely open air. Mm-hmm. It's outdoor. Uh, there are bushes and small trees lining it, and there's a nice little path leading up to Gertis's front door. Uh, the man who had been pointing the arrow at your chest comes down. You get a better look at him. He is a slightly taller than average human. Uh, he is wearing a dark cloak, leather armor. He's got a bow over his shoulder and a quiver arrows. You do notice one interesting feature on him that catches your eye. It's probably the thing that caught the light. Mm-hmm. He's got an entire wolf pelt that's been like cut into a belt, mm-hmm. and it's where the eye sockets would be. It looks like someone like fixed two emeralds. Mm-hmm. He steps forward, offers you his hand. I shake it. I've heard of you. <laughs> it's hard not to hear of the ugliest man in town. The ugliest ranger. Well, I may be a ranger, but I'm definitely a man. I'll take you inside. They lead you to the door. Um, it's kind of like an escort, but they're not being threatening. Right. They know you're, you You seem to be expected. Um, they take you inside, and you enter a large main room. The floors are all wood. It smells nice. It smells kind of flowery and like wood, like furniture polish. There's an enormous staircase leading upstairs. The guards stop on either side of the door, and you proceed forward. And an elderly man, hunched over, uh, approaches you. He, he kind of gives you a, a, a small bow. Are you Lord Bast? I am ma- named Bast. I am not a lord, though. We were told to expect you for dinner. You may follow me. I follow him. He leads you into a large dining hall. This thing is massive. There's a table mm-hmm. that is the size of a small boat. Enormous chairs. Uh, the whole tr- table is just laden with food, like whole game birds, fruit, fresh bread, and all kinds of stuff. There are four people within the room, aside from the old man who is probably like a, a, a manservant. You don't know any of them. At least you don't think you do. Uh, one is a fat, bald man with a huge mustache. He's just stuffing food in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Gerdus the Purple is sitting at the head of the table, mm-hmm. kind of presiding over things. There is an elf. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looks kind of haughty. He's got, like, silvery hair. He's wearing a ringlet around his head, and he's just kind of observing things. He's swirling wine in his glass. Mm-hmm. And there is a huge bearded dude wearing really simple clothes who's just kind of like picking at some fruit. Gertus gestures you forward like, this is the man we've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Just the man. Have a seat. Take a seat. All right. So what's the arrangement of the table? Because this is politics. So here's the table. So Gertus is going to be here. Mm-hmm. And there are several empty seats. This place is not packed. Because mm-hmm. it looks like it's been arranged to be a huge dining hall. Mm-hmm. But this is a more intimate meeting. Mm-hmm. So, Gertis, represented by the Purple Day, is mm-hmm. here. The big scary dude is right here. About midway down the... Uh... About midway down the table. Yep. The elf is sitting across from him, mm-hmm. about midway down the table. And the fat, mustachioed man who is eating is sitting as close to Gertis as he can and as far away from everyone else. I would like to sit on Gertis' right-hand side, however, not at the immediate right hand. One uh, one seat away from the right-hand side. Okay. Uh, two, a young man immediately enters, 
Uh, sets a plate in front of you. It has some fish and some some uh, steaming vegetables on it. Mm-hmm. He provides you with utensils and immediately steps out of your line of sight. Mm-hmm. It is nice to see you again, Gertis. I am available for your use if you need more crowd management. He smiles. The, the, the fat, bald man looks up from his food and he talks a lot for a mercenary. You have to talk a lot if you need, if you're, you have to talk a lot if you want to be able to make deals. Well said, Gerda smiled. <laughs> he's, he's pleased. I have no more need of crowd management, but I do fear that I have lost something that I think you're just the man to track down for me. My friends and I were just discussing it before you arrived. Each of these men has suffered due to the grain shortage, and I have promised them that we will return the grain and deliver the culprits who have taken it. If you can do this, you will be richly rewarded, and you will have my favor, and the favor of my friends. You can save your reward. All I ask is my standard payment of ten gold per day. You shall have it. All right. Can I provide anything else for you? Um, can I have the vegetables to go? They are yours. All right. I... They provide you with, um... Basically a sack. <laughs> like, someone goes for it. It's a nice sack. It's silk. Mm-hmm. You know, silk like, sack of vegetables. Put, put some veggies in there. Yeah. It's, their, it's the, the hoity-toity version of a to-go bag in the Middle Ages. Yeah. And um, if you have any further need of like, my services, you have simply to ask. Who may I contact in the King's Guards to reach you? I have many friends within, the, within uh, Lord Never Remembers Guard. Look for Thogden. I've met Thogden before. He is a client of mine. He is a, uh, a wise man, and I've foreseen many great things in this world. Thank you very much for your time, and I will be on my way if I may take your leave. You may. Yeah. They escort you out politely. Mm-hmm. They don't, like, you know, shove you or yell or anything. They escort you into the street. The scary ranger dude who is going to shoot you, he steps out into the street behind you. Mm-hmm. They close the door. You hear massive wooden locks sliding into place. And he looks at you and says, I wouldn't take this job if I were you, my friend. Can you tell me why? Well, Gertis offered me the job first. He's hired me to service his security consultant. I'm not afraid of death, but the dead rats, bringing them in, the others are sure to come looking for revenge. Who are these others you speak of? Have you ever seen a rat nest? Only once or twice in the forest, but always from a distance. They're far worse in the city. No matter how many you kill, there's always a few more nestled in the walls. I cannot speak to how many are in this city, but there are more up north. If they hear that someone has killed or captured some of their number, they'll be obligated to make a move against you. Well, I'll have to be quiet about my dealings then. Good luck. Steps back towards the gate and just climbs right up the wall with no noticeable difficulty. <laughs> I, yell up, I yell up to him, I'll give you a gold if you can teach me how to do that. <laughs> I have little need of gold at the moment. Gertis is paying me well. I don't think he would pay me quite so well if I shared my secrets with you. If that ever changes, find me. What would you like to do now? Um, I would like to return to the bloated Leviathan and get a, some sleep. Okay, cool. You can spend a healing surge if you want to, because maybe took a little bit of damage. Actually, yes. you didn't. No, I, I took two points of damage. Two points of damage. Morning comes. The... Songbirds are outside of Paris's window, <laughs> chirping merrily. Uh, Verdi is licking your face. <laughs> the little green drake, his breath smells like acid. Gosh, I can't oh, stand those things. <laughs> At the bloated Leviathan, you're woken by the usual sound of people moaning from the night before. I open the hatch and take my piss. 
<laughs> what would Karis like to do? Back to the nice holy toy section of the day. <laughs> Meanwhile, and then not pissing off the side of a boat in broad daylight in the middle of a city. Um, and Karis, you know, gets dressed, changes her clothes, comes downstairs. I, I assume I'd be, uh, after the drape, you know, licking my face, I'm obviously up, I'd be, you know, dressed and appropriate. Do you have any other clothes? <laughs> you have been in the same clothes for like three days. <laughs> I was supposed to make do with like, enough for the city, but you just press digitation to like, yeah, clean, clean yourself, clean like, yourself off. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> and even in the sewer, too. Well, well the, the frozen not, sewer. The frozen sewer. The frozen sewer. The frozen sewer. That's <laughs> okay. So, you are, where, where are you guys headed? Are you um, just milling around? I think I'm going to send a message to, um, to, to Bast. Okay. Who are you sending the message with? Um, I've got servants. Okay. I'll, so. I'll send it with a servant. Okay. Um, what would the message contain? I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to write, because I'm a scribe. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to write, write something. I'm going to write, um, we found out the, um, the password to get past the sewer break. Um, come over here if you are interested. You're enjoying your urination as you do every morning. <laughs> when you step out into the main chamber of the local Leviathan, mm-hmm. uh, a short boy who looks like he's maybe like 16 years old approaches you and says, Are you Bast? I heard you're ugly. You're pretty ugly. <laughs> you better have a work or a message for me, boy. He hands you a, a folded document with a, a seal on it. So, out of character for a moment here. Mm-hmm. Can Bast read? <laughs> you can read common and I believe giant, and you can speak common and giant. All right, common and giant. Those are on your languages, I believe, which should be. Oh, yep, yep, I see them right there. Okay. So yeah, you can read common and giant. Good. I didn't know if that was speaking or, or reading. Common is like so easy, and giant's like rock, <laughs> tree, water. Thud. Gotcha. Where's the language Great. part? Destroyed. Right. Okay. Right. okay. There. You speak common. Okay. Pass speaks more languages. All right. So, 100% probability I'll be able to read this. Yes. All right. You, so. you don't have to make a roll or anything. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so, anyway, um, read the message. It contains greetings from Karis and explains that they have the password. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So, uh, I eat the vegetables out of my doggy bag as I uh, work my way over to Karis's location. Uh, the young boy who brought you the message leads you because you haven't been there before. Yep. You see a nice... It's not the nicest house. I've seen Gertis' house is a lot nicer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it is a nice home. Someone enters your drawing room. It's the little... It's the boy who's been serving you. He's basically like... He's not really your servant so much as he sends messages and stuff. He's kind of like Oliver Twist. Okay. He never went to her. <laughs> okay. I brought you the ugly man, Lady Moondown. Oh, thank you. Is, is, is he ugly enough? <laughs> That, that's good for ugly men. Um, there were some other ugly men, but they weren't as ugly as him. <laughs> thank you, thank you. He tells all. He goes into the kitchen. Yeah, I, I tell the I tell the cook to, to feed him. He does his job. She's head. It's about like giving him some bread. He looks like she even wants to throw him out. <laughs> I, I tell I, I tell you what happened last night. I say you know we went to the after the tree. And you got into a fight that didn't go so well for you. Yeah. Um, we, that we, tactic was not working. No. <laughs> uh, we went it's not in, the walk away. We, we went yeah. into the dwarves' house and um, we got the password. So 
if you are interested in um, pursuing the rats in the sewer, I we can go deeper. I think we should do that. Okay. I've been uh, commissioned to assist in this above and beyond what I've already been commissioned, so I have doubled the interest in solving this problem. Okay. Um, are you going? Of course. Because I still think I'm still a little bit on the leash. Because I think I'm still supposed to be trying to solve You think you're going to die if somebody Yeah. Doesn't. With how they treated me at first, it's like, if you don't do this and then put your head on. This is the first day no one's threatened to kill you so far. It's a good day so far. <laughs> so far. No, it's about <laughs> 9 a.m., so, you know. Yeah, things should go sour real quick. So are you going to proceed back to that, uh, the same grave by the by the warehouse where you went down in earlier? Unless you have any better suggestions, I think that would be the obvious point of interest. Yeah, as far as we know, that's the only door. Oh, I'm dressed way more sensibly for this kind of business today. Okay. I, I don't have my, like... Your hoity toity dress. Yeah. <laughs> what do you wear? Like just for sure. a jumpsuit? No. Just for sewer travel. Speed suit. <laughs> I have like I have like leather you know, like knee high leather boots on and some pants and stuff. I hope you're wearing pants. I mean Well no I, Do you you have like the big hip waders like dudes wearing to fish in the river? They're not that extreme. I don't think I own anything like that, but they're you No, know, they're just pants. Like there's pants and shoes merged to one. No. And they got big suspenders. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about your pants falling down in the water just soaking your crotch. I don't think you don't want to wear those in a sewer because if you fall down You're not getting back up. Yeah. <laughs> just fell up. Okay. Um, yeah, I've got much more sensible. You do make your way back to the sewer. No one no one's getting in your way. because mm-hmm. um, you're not important. No. <laughs> At the moment. It doesn't seem like Lord Neverember's sending anyone to be like, hey, what's the progress on our crane here, guys? Mm. The grate is still open as it was as you left it. I ask, uh, uh Bast? About Bast. Bilba. What's, what's your character? <laughs> McKellen. McKellen. Can you freeze that uh, sewer again? That was very helpful. Yeah, I shall do that once again. Luckily, you don't have to. No. Um, since the temperature in there was dropped pretty low already, and it is very early and the night was cold, it's pretty chilly down there. Like, this stuff's kind of like sludge still. Can you freeze that a little harder? <laughs> <laughs> it might be more successful now that it's colder. Sure. So. I think, oh, I think the drape, by the way. Rudy follows. Okay. Oh, gosh. Can you keep Intelli- that thing back ten feet? <laughs> <laughs> it's standing up. It's watching you. <laughs> Let's see. That was basically That was basically three. That's intelligence. Yep. Plus four. That's twelve. You hit the bricks, which are not known for their ability to dodge or be damaged, but the floor does become thick ice. Whereas yesterday, it was kind of sludgy and yucky ice, now it's solid ice ice. There we go. Right. Definitely Birdie than jumps than down in there. <laughs> he's trying to go, but he's not moving anywhere. One would hope the turds would provide sufficient texture. <laughs> he's avoiding those. They're gross. He is not a country drake. He is a city drake. <laughs> All right. I, Who's going uh, first? First, I need to attach my 50-foot rope. Yep. So he doesn't jump down yep. and fall on the I, I would like to attach my rope to the hinge of the grate, not the grate itself, because otherwise it will snap it shut. Will <laughs> <laughs> and then someone will come up and put a brick on it and be like, dead now. <laughs> yep. So I attach to the hinge of the grate and, uh, and go down. Okay. You... Easily spider your way down the rope. Yep. I yell, can we send down the Mrs. Princess next? <laughs> you mean me? Lady go down. Oh, no, All right, lady. Me. Can we send the lady down next? <laughs> Thank you. All right. I, I, 
I'd go down. It's not difficult. I'm not going to make you roll to climb down yeah. a rope. <laughs> yeah. It's harder to stay standing up at the bottom of a rope. That's Wait. all I'm there for, okay. is to make sure she doesn't fall over. And I'm just follow down with them. Okay. So we're proceeding fast. Karis, Mikaelin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, and um, Drake and... Brody is... Wait, wait, um, wait, before I leave. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> about how far from the grate to the floor? About 15, 20 feet. Okay. Well, then I uh, cut off about 25 feet of the uh, rope from the bottom. Okay. So I got 25 feet of rope now. You find the, the grated door with no discernible lock. Still there. Mm-hmm. Still closed. It's a little bit frosty now. Mm-hmm. Okay. I go up to it, and I say the Dwarven password. Which is? You write it down? <laughs> Describe are you? <laughs> I'm assuming my character did that. I didn't do that. Kana. Okay. I say Kana. You should have made her roller intelligence. <laughs> Who remembering? I figured between one and two. <laughs> Somebody well, would she was supposed to know, and I wasn't supposed to know. I don't know if she told me. Uh, I think she told you. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, well, yeah. Anyway, I'd say Kana. Saving character would be cool. Fine. Can you it up a little bit? Come <laughs> on. I, I'm not a wizard. Bella. I go. And the door glows and goes, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I go. I go after the door. I open my scroll. Kana. The grate does not open, it simply melts away. I okay. pull it into a pool of liquid metal. Okay. Hope it's not hot. Good question. <laughs> you I've, do notice that as it drips, as the liquid metal drips down onto the ice, it is not hissing or cracking as you know would had you drop something molten hot onto ice. Yeah, so that kind of proves. I would like to poke at the uh, the liquid metal with the hilt, uh, actually handle. Yeah, the bottom of the handle of my warhammer. Okay, you're just jabbing it. Yeah, just give it a little bit of a jab. It jiggles around a bit. A little poke. Is it sticky? No, it's just like liquid. <laughs> I would like to use the pouch that my vegetables were in and see if I could scoop up the liquid metal into the the, uh, the pouch using the, uh, no, the, so the handle of the Warhammer. Okay. You manage to scoop some of it up. As soon as you get it off of the ground, it becomes extremely heavy and just tears through the bottom of your pouch. Oh. Interesting. And just falls back to the floor. It's like It looks like a ball bearing almost. Mm-hmm. Just falls back down and then splashes. That's a pretty interesting door. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually kind of proud of this door. <laughs> <laughs> You're glad someone poked with the liquid metal, aren't you? Mm-hmm. And then tried to take it. I didn't think he was going to try to steal the door. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, who does that? I'm going to steal this magic door. <laughs> and then I'm going to set it up in front of my hammock so no one can dick with it anymore. <laughs> someone touched my chunk one night at the Lord of Leviathan, and it was this creepy-ass ogre, and he was weird. <laughs> And John right. describes the weirdest motivations ever to the character. <laughs> I, I stopped messing with the uh, liquid door material, but try to try to push it so that it is not completely across the uh, it just entryway. Spills back into place. All right, it's like the gravity um, is forcing it there. I'm watching. Yeah, it. it looks like magic is forcing it there. I'm um, watching it dwarf magic. Yeah, yeah. So, I, uh, lady, mm-hmm. it looks like this door may reform. Whenever we cross through it. Okay. Because this metal is trying to stay in its spot very much. Do you have an exit password? Um, I only have the one. Does the password work both ways is the question. That would be a engineering check. Who's got the best engineering? It would be Anyone can make an engineering check. I'll, I'll go ahead. 16! Oh, wait. 
And I got horrible. So 16 plus... 20 plus... 7. So I've got 25. I've got 10. Oh, you got 25. A D20? Yeah, it's a D20 plus 1. 13. Okay. Yes, generally, four doors, uh, if they have secret magic passwords, there's one way... It's just one password for both directions. Yep. All right, good, good. Coming and going. They can't be bothered to remember all this stuff. All right. They're dwarves. <laughs> They're busy. they got things to do. Yeah, most dwarf doors, same password both ways. Sorry I even brought it up. Okay. So you just hit my mind. <laughs> you just blew your mind. <laughs> it's <like> engineering. <laughs> okay. All right, let's proceed on. Okay. okay. And we're still going fast, Karis. Yeah. 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 I have no objections. Um, keep in mind, it is dark, because you're in the sewer. I'm going to do that and take out what I have, my wand. I'm going to cast light on the end of it. You cast white light on the end of your wand? Yes. That's cool. <laughs> I'm not like copying Harry Potter or nothing. <laughs> okay. Um, so we got a little... The light of McCallan's wand bathes the stonework of the sewer in a bright... Illumination, so you can easily see where you're going. You're not going to trip over anything or fall on any holes. As you, each of you step over the melted door, it jiggles, and find when McCallan steps over it, the door reforms. Mm-hmm. You do notice that um, it looks a bit more solid than it did before. Mm-hmm. Like the, it looks a bit before it kind of looked a little shoddy and old and rusted. Mm-hmm. Now it looks completely new, like someone just forged this thing yesterday. Mm-hmm. Curious. Uh, lady, could you just for my peace of mind, could you try that that password again? Sure. I, I open the scroll. I say, Kana. 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 I even wrote it down here. No. <laughs> the door melts again. All right, just check it. That just means. So it just basically means it renews itself every time. Yes. The shoes hadn't been used for a while. Or just the sewer. I'm going to say your first guess is probably right. It probably hasn't been used in a long time. Okay. You got so you're proceeding along the tunnel. Oh yeah. Okay. You go for quite a distance. Um, the sewers beneath Neverwinter are expansive and labyrinth-like. Ugh. Luckily, it's not too hard to figure out where you're going because you can see little bits of grain that have been dropped along the path. Mm-hmm. Since we've ice dammed the uh, area upstream, has has it ro- been has it reduced the level of fecundity in this <laughs> section? <laughs> It's pretty funky. Pretty funky. Uh, is it wet, drippy funky? Or like foot thick, deep funky? You do notice, luckily, it appears that the dwarves who dug this portion of the fence wanted to keep as little poo <laughs> in their vicinity as possible. So it's like your feet are sloshing around in poo, but it's not ankle deep or anything. Yep. I would like to keep my eyes open for anything scribed on the walls or ceiling that looks out of place or... Perception. <laughs> 18 plus 7. So 25. You do notice a couple of things as you're proceeding along the path. The walls don't... You've been in a few sewers in your day. Oh yeah. And uh, <laughs> You notice these walls are like, they're kind of they're well done. Like, there's attention to detail. Way too much for a sewer. <laughs> this is the kind of attention to detail only dwarves would put into a hole in the ground that probably four people are going to see. <laughs> um, every so often you'll see, like, markers, kind of like, it's like, you know, probably like mileage, like, you know, like little mile markers alongside the highway, little dwarven rooms, like one, mm-hmm. two, four. 
probably just helping them keep track of how far underground and how mm-hmm. far they proceeded along this tunnel. That way they don't get lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also notice on the floor there are several stones that are oddly shaped in the middle of your path ahead. I would like to... Uh, there's a couple of stones ahead of, ahead of us. Let's slow down, keep an eye on these. I wouldn't step on them just yet. Do you want, per se, a little bit more light ahead of us since you're in front of the pack? Yeah, if you could... Do you have an item of what you want to pull out real quick? I put that out? You have some coins. <laughs> I'm not spending any money on light. Um, could you make the ceiling above those blocks lit? Just above you? Uh, the above the blocks. I'll put the light above the blocks. Yeah. Okay. A chandelier-like light blossoms on the ceiling. You can see the tunnel is continuing on for a fair distance more. You also notice more of those off-shaped stones just kind of positioned throughout the tunnel. All right, I would like to slowly and very carefully go up to one of those stones Mm -hmm. and look at them in more detail. Are you looking for anything specific, or are you just examining? Yes, I'm looking for any, first off, any runes or writing on the stones. Mm Mm-hmm. And secondly, I would like to have a better understanding of why they were oddly shaped to my perception. 15 plus 7, so I got 23 perception. I would, well, now you tell them, you, you told them you saw these weird stones. Yes, I asked them yeah. to put a light above okay. the weird I'm stones. Stop. Yeah. You're 90% sure these are trigger stones for traps. All right. These are probably trigger stones for traps. Okay. Okay. Unfortunately, while you're examining the stones, you hear nails scrabbling along behind you, and something jumps onto your back. Drake. Or something else. Something starts licking the back of your neck. Roll acrobatics. Five (laughs) plus four, nine. You fall face forward onto the trigger stone that you had been examining. Stone slides into place behind Karis and McCallan. And ahead of Bast, there's no way out. Oh no, <laughs> we're, st- it up. Um, <laughs> we're stuck in this poo. 